Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. We have a possible serious clincher tonight. The Flames look to eliminate the Dallas Stars in Dallas in this anxiety-provoking Game 6. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we are talking about Game 6 as the Flames look to advance and uh, leave this first round drought behind them. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. Um, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey, Audible, and Free 99 everywhere, including YouTube. If you are here because I had an accidental banger tweet last night, um, admitting that I spent a very long time thinking that Steve Dangle's name was actually Steve Dangle. <laughs> Hi. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, today, you know, it's, it's a fun episode. I think that this is a great time for you to jump on the bandwagon, especially if you're a Toronto uh, Maple Leafs fan. Game six. Game six. How many of you had flames in six? I think I had flames in five. But I know... No, I'm pretty sure I had flames in six. I'm lying to you. But, you know, we got to just hold on. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We've got each other. And that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) I am so out of uh, pocket today because I hate elimination games. Uh, even though, like, the Flames aren't working on eliminated, being eliminated, I just, I don't like the idea of going to a Game 7, because <laughs> there's no Game 8. But Sutter rolled out the same game for lineup, uh, sorry, Game 5, no, Game 4 and 5 practice lines today. So we'll have to see what happens when pregame warm-ups come around. I think that he's kind of in the same mentality um, as a lot of us. If it's not broke, don't fix it. In this way, you do get a good idea what your line chemistry is. I think that the, it, the line chemistry is working. I think that tonight he has to have that Mangiapane, Backland, and Coleman line. I think that that has to be a staple for tonight's game. I think that it's almost as important as having that top line, you know, Obviously, there's a stark difference between the two lines, but both bring the X factor to your series and uh, to the team as well. This could be controversial or unconventional, I guess, but I don't have a problem with Sutter rolling out the same lineup, uh, like 11 forward, 7 defensemen for the rest of this series, you know, I think that, you know, again, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I think that Michael Stone just does something to this lineup. That's great. And it's the, the generating the shots on net and things like that, that really get the team going. And they have, you know, one of those shots is bound to land. You know, you have to think of it that way. And Brett Ritchie kind of maybe deserves to be, 
benched because he does take a lot of penalties. I don't know. But Dallas is rolling out the same lines as from game five at practice. So I guess uh, bonus has um, confidence in that. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that uh, I, I never mind. I'm not going to jinx anything. I really don't want to jinx anything. I'm incredibly, <laughs> but I, I think that Dallas showed themselves again in game five. And I think the flames are, you know, kind of just flowing with like going with the flow. It's not something that uh, the flames need to invest too much energy. And, you know, I think that the stars will try to get under the flame skin. I think that that's very obvious and something that, um, you know, it's kind of bound to happen in these games, especially where the stars are at home. But I don't, I don't think it's something that the Flames need to worry too much about because I think that they have really reined it in. And we're going to talk more about that next because I do think that the Flames kind of got everything out of their system. But the Stars are just, they know that they're not as talented enough. So they have to kind of play these games and say, okay, like I need them to take a penalty so we have the man advantage or you know, I need to do what we did in game one and get someone ejected for game misconduct sort of deal. But coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about the reasons why the Flames will clinch tonight and Dallas's weaknesses. (laughs) Uh, But before that, I want to talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that really does put fuel in the tank. Um, I got my package today, actually. I threw them in the uh, fridge because I didn't know how long they were outside for. So uh, I will absolutely be eating my birthday cake uh, built puffs. And it's just perfect. Like, I'm so excited to eat them because everyone who has tried them has talked about how it tastes just like frosting. And that's like the only part of the cake I like. (laughs) And if you've never tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. They are co- they're chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallows covered in 100% real chocolate. It's not my birthday. It doesn't have to be your birthday, but you can check them out at built.com with promo code locked15 and get 15% off of your order. Use promo code locked15. For 15% off at built.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Lockdown Flames. Whether this is your first episode, uh, your second, your 100th, thank you so much for tuning in and sticking around. I appreciate you. This is the show is my baby. And uh, if you want to follow along with me on Twitter, my Twitter handle is Jess Belmosto, J E S S B E L M O S T O. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's also on the screen right now. <laughs> but I I really don't want to jinx this because I think that Dallas are in their own heads. I think I am seeing very similar uh, flares of what we saw in 2020 from the flames in the bubble. I think it's a – I think – both teams have kind of done a 180 in terms of how talented they are, the stamina, 
and how competitive they are. That is, that's my hot, that's my raging hot take of the day, actually. But to start, I think that they're still kind of angry at the Flames. They're treating their physicality level as if, (laughs) this isn't fun, like I'm not laughing, but they're treating, I'm not laughing because like the next sentence is funny, but this is just how they're treating it. Uh, they're treating it as if the Flames somehow ended someone's season with an injury and they're just trying to retaliate. But in reality, they're just trying to retaliate because fake tough guy John Klingberg is still upset. And there's, like, nothing. Like, you fought Rasmus Anderson. You both got ejected. You move on. Which one of you has a goal in this series? Rasmus Anderson. Thank you. Um, I I do think that the that's because to their offense as well I think that their offense has been a struggle for them I don't know what it is I think that you know Tyler Sagan has scored I don't believe Jamie Ben has scored Joe Pavelski has found himself um scoring and uh Jason Robinson Robertson has also scored like it's not anything that is something to write home about I just I I'm not impressed with their offense I'm sorry that's might be a little mean and a little harsh to say but I just don't think it's anything to write home about but and that could also also be part of it because Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are um (laughs) they look like dinosaurs out there they look like the Sean Monaghan of the stars Because I know, and this is where I'm cutting Tyler Sagan some slack, because I know that he's coming back from some severe injuries and surgeries, so he probably does need time to heal. But Jamie Benn has just looked ancient. He has looked horrible. And he he cannot keep up with his teammates. I feel like he is just looking for a reason to fight someone, so it looks like he's provided something this series in all honesty but I again I just see that complete 180 from both teams and that I that we saw in uh 2020 I think that the Flames are a much more competitive uh team built for a long run and I think that the Stars who didn't really know if they were going to make the playoffs just are kind of there for a quick spark and then it's done it's like the sparklers you know like you light for i'm gonna say for the fourth of july but um that's not a canadian holiday (laughs) but you know like the you light during the summer you know and they're they're just there for like a good like 10 15 seconds and then they fizzle out when you're like i thought this was supposed to be fun but it's not but i do think that the flames have the uh advantage of the mentality i think that the flames are a lot mentally stronger. I think that their coach is a much better coach. Um, the, uh, the Dallas Stars coach has made some really, really questionable calls all season. And I think that uh, it's starting to come to light. And I wouldn't be surprised that uh, by the time the Stars playoff run is over, if uh, he's not relieved of his duties in like the first 24 hours. But I, I'm very happy. To, I'm very happy that the Flames are in the position that they are in. I think that it's a good position for them to be in because, you know, Dallas will feed off of the 
home crowd, but I really don't think that'll be enough. I think that the Flames are truly ready to advance. I think that they are. And I hate saying that out loud because I just feel like a major jinx, but I, I think that they're ready to take that next step. They have proved to us all season that they that they can do it, that they can, you know, go on these long winning streaks and these hot offensive streaks. And um, I just, I want to see them come together tonight and just advance. I think this would be so good for them. And the confidence that they need to come out with tonight is the same confidence that they rolled out in game four. I think, you know, game five was fine. Game five was fine. But, you know, if we could start the goals a little earlier this time, that would be great. Um, My heart rate personally is not, she's just not built for that. (laughs) And I don't think too many of us are built for that, honestly. But I want to see Noah Hannafin uh, play a stronger game as well and maybe not deflect pucks off his booty. Um, That would be nice. I, I do think that um, Ottinger has struggled with tracking the puck. So if we can keep some little traffic going in there, that would be cool. But I don't want to see the Flames get too confident in themselves. Like, carry yourself with confidence, obviously. But don't sit back and get, uh, what's the word, like, complacent, you know? Don't get don't get too comfortable and cocky because you know the second that that happens, the stars will more than likely take advantage of that, and that's something we don't need. <laughs> I think that that's just you know the truth. The Flames don't come off to me as you know a cocky team. Like to me, a cocky team would probably be the Washington Capitals and their fan base coming into that series against the Panthers and saying, "Oh, like." They, they don't have any playoff experience. We do. Um, they don't know, who, like, who they're messing with. They haven't been here before. And then they've kind of, you know, the, the Caps have been hanging with the Caps. So I'm not – I don't think that it's fair <laughs> to kind of, like, come in and be overly confident. And same thing with Kane, Hurricanes fans, please. They're a whole different breed. Um, but – I would just say take advantage of what the stars are giving you, what they're showing you, because I think tonight the Flames are going to keep Ottinger very busy from the jump. I think Marky's going to have another kind of game one-esque type of night where he is he's just standing there like that emoji, that guy is just like, okay (laughs) or that Robert Pattinson picture that always goes around of him in the kitchen but I just I think that this will be good I think that Marky is gonna hold strong offense will keep them going and flames and six I I think that'll be it and you know we'll have to wait until tomorrow to see who the flames could potentially play if they advance And we're actually going to talk about that next because uh, there is a Game 7 galore, a a Game 7 festival tomorrow. But first, I want to talk about Bet Online. Uh, Please gamble responsibly, obviously. That's that's the most important thing here. Uh, Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports information. 
Find all the latest odds, news, and player developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, and fights, as well as the NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all the sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more, including reality television, which is so much fun. So fun. (laughs) Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you all again so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. Make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling nice, uh, can you leave a five-star review and a, or five-star rating and a nice little review? Thanks. I appreciate you. <laughs> Game seven galore on Saturday. I will not be leaving my couch unless it's to get some more snacks because I have nothing else to do. Besides, soak up three game sevens. The first one being uh, Boston and Carolina at 4.30 Eastern time. And Toronto and Tampa at 7. And then, of course, the Kings and Oilers at 10. I am very surprised that there are three game sevens so far. I did not think that the Canes... And Bruins were going to hang around this long. And I certainly didn't see the Kings and Oilers hanging around this long. And Toronto and Tampa, I kind of figured would go like five or six. I did not see it going seven. But I, <laughs> I'm very impressed with the fact that uh, both teams are hanging around as long as they have. Toronto being a habitual game seven loser. Uh, you know, I think that everyone's just kind of expecting them to lose. And Tampa, see, I don't know about Tampa because I feel like this season they're, they're tired. I think that they are kind of burnt to a crisp. And I think all teams kind of are, though. It has nothing to do with, like, their long playoff runs. I think, you know, all teams have kind of had to adjust back to traveling and the all these ever-changing protocols and what have you, because they weren't really traveling for the last season and a half. <laughs> this 2020 ended in the bubble. Last year you were you were traveling, but in the relatively uh, localized area, unless you were a Canadian team. So my prediction for Kings and Oilers, mm, I don't I have such a hard time with this one because I have really good reasons to want both of them to win but at the same time like I really don't I don't know (laughs) so I'm gonna go with Kings and Seven I think that um they are just they're a young team and like we've said many times on Western Conference Wednesday on the national show they are playing with house money but I think it'll be I think that for some reason they're going to come out tomorrow and just be an absolute chaos and absolute menace to the Oilers. <laughs> and I I don't know if Mike Smith can hold it down for another game. We'll have to see there. Toronto and Tampa. I don't I don't necessarily want to give a prediction on this one because I I don't have like an overall feeling. I I don't really um 
but I, I want Tampa to win. I don't want Toronto to win. <laughs> I, I hate that they're both the same color teams. That's what's stressing me out. But I'll say I'll say Toronto in seven just because I think that they're finally get them gonna get the monkey off their back and the jokes will finally end, but Leafs fans can still be miserable because they'll probably get knocked out in the second round. Um, Bruins and Canes. I'm gonna say Canes. Unless the Bruins score first, it'll be the Hurricanes. Uh, they the Bruins do a good job when they're you know chasing, but I don't have the confidence that they're going to unless Tony D'Angelo just stands in front of the net again, like he did on I think it was the second goal, third goal of the Bruins game on Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm interested to see, especially if the Bruins put in Hampus Lindholm. But I haven't really heard an update on that situation. And this is actually the first Game 7 for the Bruins on the road since Game 7 against Vancouver in 2011. So, um, again, my predictions are Canes, Toronto, and the Kings. I hope at least one of them is wrong. (laughs) Uh, Go Flames. I think that tonight's going to be a good game. I'll be live tweeting on my uh, on the Flames Twitter account, LO underscore Flames Pod. And uh, I'll be on my main account at Just Belmosto as well. Make sure you tune in to Monday's episode so we can discuss all things Flames and recap the weekend and see if this team is advancing. And we will see you on Monday. Bye bye.